Hey guys, I'm Jay. I'm one of the co-founders and the CEO at Imagine Insights. And I'm here with our client success intern, Liv. Welcome to our podcast, Imagine This, the podcast for all things Gen Z. Want to know more about Gen Z? Then join us for our 20-minute monthly podcast where we'll discuss what matters to Gen Z, how they think, and the incredible impact they're having on society. But before we get started, I just want to let you all know that we pay our Gen Z community for every single insight they provide to our brand. To pay more Gen Z and to be the best at what we do, we need this podcast to grow. And it's very, very easy for you to help us out. If you're listening to us on Apple or Spotify, then simply um, subscribe or follow. And doing that will really, really help us to reach more people and to hopefully then pay more Gen Z within our community. Thank you again for all your help to help us to pay more Gen Z. Now, I'm on to the episode. So in this, our eighth episode, we'll be talking to one of our Gen Z community members, Max Dennis, on his brutally honest insights around Discord co-creating a dope short film with their community and Pinterest losing 24 million users in Q2. Max, before we get started, I'd love to hear a little bit more about yourself. How old are you and where are you from? Hi, Jay. Thank you so much for having me on, first of all. It's a pleasure to be here. Um, so a little bit about me. I'm 19 years old, turning 20 this year. Uh, I'm from London, was born here, based here. I go to uni here, so I'm at LSE in London. Um, over the summer, given it's quite a long summer period, uh, I was keen to get some kind of work experience and stuff going. Um, so I've currently doing an internship at a tech company called Giggle, which I'm working on uh, in students and Gen Z as well, which is super exciting. So a similar kind of alignment there. Uh, but in terms of working with Imagine, I've been in our community for quite some time now. I want to say August 2019, maybe 2020. I'm not entirely sure, but it's been a good time. Um, and it's been great to kind of get involved with the briefs and work on other things as well. So really looking forward to seeing where you guys are going. Love that, man. Max is an OG in the game. Max has been <laughs> part of the community from pretty much the start. Same as Liv. Liv started off yeah. in the community right in the early days, and now she works internally at the team. But, um, but yeah, so um, we're going to kick off with the first topic, because as I always say, we try and keep it under 20 minutes. So our first topic, Discord is a chat platform that is very, very popular with Gen Z, especially with our community. And they recently dropped a very dope short film um, where they co-created with uh, their Gen Z community. I'll put the link in the show notes, so don't worry about that. Um, it's a great example of how to build with Gen Z and not for them. So when you check out the video, it'll give you more context. But um, coming to you first, Max, what do you think of the short film that Discord created? Yeah, thanks, Jay. I mean, I really loved it, actually. Um, so I've been on Discord for not a whole lot of time. Um, but personally, I think I joined sometime last year during the pandemic, which probably um, a few people did too. Um, but the film itself is really interesting. I mean, it's kind of, I watched it yesterday and a little bit this morning as well. And looking back, I can't even quite remember exactly what happened because so much went on. Um, it was kind of this whirlwind explosion of creativity, which was just really exciting to watch. Um, um, but I think they've done a really good job here. I think the story is really interesting. I think they've done humor really well. Um, it's quite difficult to do marketing and humor. Um, sometimes I've seen some pretty bad attempts at it. Um, but I think the way that they've staged this with, well, obviously co-created with Jay-Z. Uh, Jay-Z? Gen Z. Not Jay-Z. That would be very cool. Um, <laughs> But with Gen Z, um, it's super interesting. And it, I think it does come across in that kind of humor and relatability of it. 
Um, like I say, the graphics in it are just amazing. They've clearly got a, a great design team on there. Um, but it's interesting, all the kind of cameos that I noticed, I thought um, I kind of went through and kept spotting different people um, that, you know, maybe aren't the most famous people in the world, but you do recognize. And I think that makes it relatable. So obviously this is talking about influencers. Um, I think it's easy to get the wrong kind of influences and well, not the wrong, but just not maybe the most relatable influences always um, involved with your project. So, I mean, it's clear that Gen Z here have had a, an input in who they want to see in this film. And I think that's become quite effective here. Um, it also just feels quite authentic. So there's real, real people, um, you know, real young people featured in, in the film and, it avoids that kind of hard sell, which I think Gen Z are particularly averse to. Um, as the consumer becomes more and more savvy, you kind of uh, easily high spot that this person is just trying to sell me something. But I don't think that comes across here at all. It does feel like more a genuine piece of content creation, um, which is super interesting. It also wasn't too long, which is always a great thing. But, you know, in the um, age of the 15 second TikTok video, no one wants to watch anything for, you know, ages and ages. So I, I, I loved it, to be honest. I think they did a really good job here. Love that, man. I love you were saying how it avoids the hard sell. I think yeah. that's really, really crucial. That, and it's something that we see with our community, obviously, with you guys just being like, hey, you know what? Um, if it feels like an advert, I'm not going to be engaged. Mm. The way they used that humour, like you said, it wasn't it wasn't too intense, but it was just the right amount. What about you, Liv? What do you think? Um, I really liked it. I thought it was really fun. And as Max said, it was really like they used humour really well. And it was like a good aesthetic video. And I also think that it's such a timeless video. Like it's not followed trends. It's not used like a cheesy gimmick. It's used real people from the community who've experienced and benefited from it. Um, and I think that's probably one of the most authentic things you can do is actually use the community that you're um, advertising to. And yeah I think it's just really fun I think it kind of reminds me of like adverts when we were kids or like mm. you know children's like tv programs when we were kids and then you can easily forget that like actually we've all grown up together like as a generation we've been probably watching some of the same advertisements or tv programs so we can relate all on that same level and yeah just using like real rooms real channels real people and real communities it's you can tell that authenticity like coming through through the advert just to add on know. to what Liv said there, I mean, it's funny you bring out the, the children's TV. It did feel a bit like that kind of um, like childish like dreams being churned up. It reminded me a little bit, I don't know if you guys have seen this, like kids movie called Wreck-It Ralph, um, when they all kind of go into the, 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 um, the video game and it's got all these different characters and it's just kind of this, um, like I say, this explosion of different stuff. But I totally relate to that. I love that. I love that. That's amazing. I love that you guys said... Um, that it's timeless live. That's such a great way of describing it, the way they mm. did use, I think sometimes as brands, we want to latch onto, okay, what's cool right now? What's trending right now? Let's create mm. something around that. But when you create something that's kind of almost above what's trending right now, you create something that's mm. timeless. And I love that. And Liv, you said such a great quote, real rooms, real channels, real communities. That's such a such a phenomenal quote, I think. It's, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put that on LinkedIn somewhere because that's actually really, really sick. Um, <laughs> the idea of how it's just like they're genuinely using real people. And that kind of goes to my to my um, my next question, Liv. Um, obviously, when we're speaking about it, it, you're hearing a lot about when you speak, when you hear about the actual uh, short film itself, um, people are saying that Discord really engaged with Gen Z around it and they really researched 
with Gen Z around this. What are your thoughts around how they involve Gen Z throughout that entire process of actually creating the short film? I think it's great, but I also think it sets the tone for a lot of people. I think sometimes people are so desperate to um, market to Gen Z that they forget that actually Gen Z have got incredible ideas, insane talents, and also are probably so connected to the new technologies, how to do things, new skills, up and coming things like trends and stuff. So for me, it's vital, really. I think that it's a very good step in the right direction. And I think also a lot of um, like bigger corporations might be missing that it's so much easier to um, like engage with a brand that's got like young people sat around the table and like aren't afraid to um, you know use younger people and not look down on them just because they're young um, yeah because I think that there's some insane talents that are coming through and there are people that their like talents speak so much louder than their age so yeah, I'm really glad that people are taking a notice that we're we're not just young, we're actually, we're powerful and we're talented. I love that. We are powerful, we are talented. <laughs> Liv's coming with all the quotes today. Um, <laughs> and I like what you said around, it's easier to be engaged with a brand where they have young people around the table. And that's something we always encourage brands to do, whether whether it's with ourselves at Imagine Insights or just yourselves, directly through from a brand to, to, to Gen Z, just get them around the table and have conversation with them. What about you, Max? Um, do you have different thoughts or, or, or are they similar? Yeah, no, I agree. You know, I think we're just kind of seeing this kind of co-creation trends in marketing and um, sales develop more and more. If you think about it, it, it makes a lot of sense, right? I mean, Gen Z themselves, I'm, I know I'm a Gen Z myself, but let's just speak about it like I'm not. But the, the Gen Z community are obviously very different to any generation that we've seen before. Obviously, every generation has differences, but the 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 contrast in Gen Z to millennials is much bigger than the contrast to millennials to boomers, for example. Um, so it it makes sense that why people are tapping into kind of the unique insights Gen Z have, because you know it's probably going to sound like a waste of money to hire some expensive marketing director in their sort of with an established career in maybe their 50s now. Um, but they might be living in the wrong era to kind of truly understand how to connect with this the new audience, given that Gen Z are so different. Um, but I, I love what Liv said was talking about, you know, empowering Gen Z because there are so many exciting ideas coming up the community of Gen Z are incredibly entrepreneurial. And this is something we've seen um, in loads of kind of aggregated data that Gen Z are, you know, having these side hustles. They are more active in, you know, approaching people and getting part-time jobs and whatever it is, starting a business. Um, so it's really just, this is a great example of how we can um, incorporate that kind of entrepreneurial spirit um, featuring these real people into you know large-scale companies and I think like Liv says there's going to be a, a much bigger trend towards this as big corporates realize that you know this is the future of the market in every market um, so I can definitely see the co-creation thing going a long way. Yeah I love that I love that Max I love the way you're saying the, the, the idea of the that this is the future. This could this could change mm. the game for so many brands, and it's it's so simple. And um, mm. like you were alluding to a second ago, it's the simplicity of being able to just talk to the people that you're actually trying to engage with, 
which is amazing. But um, we're going to move on to our next topic because of time. So our next topic is actually around Pinterest. So Pinterest have had 11 quarters of growth, but they recently in Q2 lost 24 million users. That's a lot of users, sorry. And um, Pinterest have put this down to the return to physical retail, saying that obviously folks going back out shopping has had an effect um, and everybody going back to their IRL lives is um, has been uh, detrimental to social media usage. Um, Max, I want to come to you first. What do you think of Pinterest losing all of these 24 million users in Q2? Yeah, so I mean, I want to start by admitting that I am not a avid Pinterest user. Um, in fact, I don't know a lot of people who do use Pinterest, um, but it has had quite a, a successful um, legacy and it is still continuing to generate those users. This is, you know, not probably that surprising. Um, we are seeing drops in social media, but in general, in e-commerce, for example, Amazon, um, who did incredibly well during the pandemic, supermarkets as well, um, are reporting, you know, drops in uh, the sales and revenues because of people, you know, like you say, going back and seeing that life is actually more than just a, a digital space. You can go out into the real world. Um, I struggle really to see the um, true appeal of Pinterest and I'm not, you know, bashing them. I think they are working hard to sort of change their image somewhat. Um, but in the TikTok era that we are in and, you know, competitors like Trilla and now Instagram and YouTube getting involved, um, I think Pinterest too are announcing new features that move away from, you know, just sticking pictures up of home recipes or home design projects or whatever it is people um go on there for i used to use it in my kind of artwork as like mood boards and stuff and i think that's great um but i think they are conscious of the fact that we're moving to a more video centric um platform and along with that e-commerce as well commerce on social media is becoming huge i think this is what the boss of um, Instagram was saying is that they're not actually all that interested in pictures anymore. They want to provide videos and they want to let people shop on Instagram um, because that's where kind of the money is coming from. This drop in users, I think, is relatively expected. I think it's going to be how they're going to come out of this um, and ultimately offer new features because I think that that market is shifting away and it's going to be pretty hard to stay in competition. I think at the same time that Pinterest lost these users, Snapchat, um, the, you know, the app that famous for showing what you're doing out and about, which people are doing now, um, went up in users as well. So I think they're going to have to roll out these features at a faster rate and try and remain competitive. But personally, I'm not so sure about their um, longevity right now. That's really interesting because Pinterest have been out for been around for so long. Yeah. And I love the idea of what you were saying. How and um, if Amazon are suffering, if Amazon, mm. the big conglomerate, the huge, absolute massive um company, are losing, and um, then it's expected that probably m m most other people will do. And I, I like how you say if they're gonna have to start rolling out features, they may mm. need to start doing it quicker. And how that a lot of these Pinterest users might have just. Um, flipped over and and, and gonna start using um, um Snapchat. I didn't yeah. actually look into the data to see how many of these users were Gen Z, and that's probably something I should I I could do after the podcast. But I think it's definitely um it's a really interesting point that you mm. made there, Max. What about you, Liv? Uh, what do you think? 
Um, I'm going to go um, and say that I love Pinterest. <laughs> I have used Pinterest for years. It is literally, I've used it for so many different things. And yeah, so when I used to, you know, direct plays, um, it used to be a place that I could look at for set design. My sister's wedding recently, it was incredible for that, looking at like table spread and, and backgrounds and creation. And then also I think I have a board with like outfits that I love and it keeps me help like limit my um, like overbuying of fashion because I have a board and if something doesn't fit into that board or fit into the vision that I have for my wardrobe, then it doesn't get bought, which is quite good um yeah I don't think it necessarily is a change in habits based on the other things that are going on I think it's a change of values for Gen Z um and trend round went round recently where it's like becoming the um Pinterest it girl and it was like all over YouTube and it was like YouTubers trying to have this it girl life like getting up working out having like a matcha tea and and like doing yoga and like writing journaling and, and all of that and I think that was really interesting because then what came from that was a massive backlash um of people saying actually I'm going to give it a go but no one's this perfect and I think even as a creative, you can look at Pinterest and think, oh, this is a site for, you know, the whole expectation versus reality. This is definitely mm. a site where you look for your expectations, your <laughs> dreams, your visions, your mood boards, you create like your creative experiences. But actually, um, I think people have realized that, you know, the idea of perfection, always getting things right, you know, um, you know, we've realized that one, laziness is real, burnout is real, busy lives isn't something necessarily to brag about, or, mm -hmm. you know, always being fit and healthy, or always being like having a tidy room or anything like that. It's like, oh, that's not a perfection isn't a target anymore. We're actually like loving and living the realness of life, especially after we've been stuck in our rooms for like a year and a half. Um, so yeah, I think we've definitely changed our perception that maybe, yes, it's great to have these big visions, but also it is all right to relax into the fact that your life's not going to be perfect. I love that. I love the idea of perfection isn't the target anymore. I think that's a great way of, um, of describing it. And the Pinterest it girl, that is so interesting. <laughs> this idea of just like, and I know, I know it's, it was probably done a lot more on Instagram than it was on TikTok. It's very much like perfect life that we have and the idea of yeah. Yeah, journaling in the morning and then yoga <laughs> straight afterwards and it's how practical is that when the children are screaming or when yeah. um just life is hitting you in the face in general um it's it's the the change of values that's such an interesting way to put it Liv, the change of values and i love how much you love in pinterest it's so cool to hear the the juxtaposition between the way you adore it and the way Max was kind of just like, yeah, nah, I never really heard of it. Uh, I don't know. Really. Um, I think that's a great way. I think I love having the the, the two different sides of the um, of the coin there, which is really really cool. And um, and I was actually going to want to ask a second question, but you guys have both already really answered it, so I'm not even going to bother asking that anymore. So we're actually gonna we're gonna stay under the twenty minutes, which I'm super <laughs> super grateful for. But thank you um, to Liv and to Max for taking the time out to chat with me. Um, as promised, we stayed under the 20 minutes. Thank you for listening to our eighth episode of Imagine This. And our mission at Imagine Insights is to help Gen Z to shape their future. And the best way for them to do that is with brands, because brands are shaping countries and culture that governments only wish they could. So we enable brands to crowdsource qualitative insights from our community of 4,000 Gen Z from around the world. We're in 57 countries and we're extremely diverse. If you 
would love to hear any more about our community or about the amazing insights that they help to provide to brands, then please feel free to reach out to me personally or to the Imagine Insights team like Liv. And finally, if you'd like to ask any questions to our community via the podcast, please feel free again just to reach out. But thank you for tuning in and we look forward to seeing you on the next episode of Imagine This.